Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, and thank you for joining us yet again for another humdinger of an episode. I say that because we have a very dynamic, very well-rounded, very experienced individual on this week, Mr. Chef Stephen Meese. Chef Meese has been all over the world, has done some incredible things, started from roots as a soccer player all the way to having a PBS show and cooking for Disney and everything in between. So without further ado, let's listen to his story and about the amazing lessons that he can teach each of us. I started as a soccer player. Um, I, I played very competitive soccer in high school and then I turned professionally and I didn't even know I wanted to cook that was years ago you know at 18 um, so so I played soccer and I wanted to play in Europe I got to train in Europe but never got a contract so when the tide turned or when my whole career turned is when uh, I got some injuries as a soccer player the contracts were low as a professional and um, I just, I had one opportunity to go to England and I didn't go. That's when I called my brother at the time he was working at Disney. And, and I told him, you know, this is what's going on. And he, he told me, uh, so you're a jock basically that didn't make it in professional soccer. And I'm going to help you. Because at the time he was working at Disney and he was uh, a manager uh, in transportation. So he said, why don't you come to Orlando and, you know, I'll get you a job at Disney. And that's what he did. So I started at Disney as a retail guy selling Disney T-shirts. I wasn't happy. So I asked my managers, can I do something that I, you know, I enjoy? And they said, well, what is it? I said, well, I like to cook. When, you know, growing up, my mother was from Greece and my father's from Greece. My mother would cook a lot of food, you know, ethnic food every day. I'd go in the kitchen and try to watch and and I'd help out a little bit. So fast forward, they put me into the culinary division at Disney, the department put me through their culinary school, uh, CIA trained. So Culinary Institute of America comes down and they created this private school at Disney. It's called Disney Culinary Academy. That's where I attended. Um, and then they, you know, Disney taught me basically not the art of, of you know, cooking, but the business side, how to take care of the guests, uh, how to, you know, great flavors, technique. And I got to jump around Disney throughout the resorts, um, the parks. And then from there, I stayed there for 10 years. And that's how I got into, uh, that's, that's the beginning of my career, basically, from 1990, um, 91 to 2001. And then from there, I said, you know what? I want to go work for some, you know, world-class restaurants, you know, Michelin type of restaurants. And that's, 
when I made my move, I left Disney. You can only be at one place so long as you know as a chef. Um, so I, I left Disney and I went to other. I went to Cafe Blue, Palm Beach, um, Jupiter Beach, um, some French restaurants, Michelin, and got some really good trading. And that's basically my story for the you know first fifteen years. Where I'm at today is totally different. Man, 10 years at Disney, that is a long time. I mean, in chef years, that's a very long time. So I'm, I'm guessing you, you definitely learned a thing or two. Well, it's interesting. Disney's philosophy, you know, is make every guest count, whether you're a painter or a chef or a lawyer, anything for them. Make every guest count and strive for excellence. And I'll tell you, everybody at Disney is excellent or they're not there. So that I still use today when I go do a pop-up dinner or I make a, a appearance at a, a, at a hotel or, you know, do a cruise, you know, a luxury cruise. I remember my Disney mentors and, and master chefs, executive chefs telling me, do it over again. That, that, you know, Coco Vem is not good enough. Do it over. You know, that omelet is not good enough. Do it over. You know, um, would your mother, if she was here, would she, would she fall in love with what you just did? And being a leader at Disney is a must. So they definitely instilled in me leadership ability that a lot of restaurants and hotels just, they're not on the level of what Disney does. But the, the thing that Disney didn't do, like I said, the creative part, because they, 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 they're so in tune to consistency that they're not looking for these, you know, these, avant-garde creative dishes uh, they, they want to make people happy and they do and the food is very good so all that i still use today the tools at disney all the meetings i had to go to as a chef when i became a chef sous chef and then chef um how to be a great leader how to encourage a team how to build a team how to be a team player uh, how to extract as much talent as you can out of these young cooks. And you, you have to be a babysitter. You have to be a mentor. You have to be a father. You have to be all these things. They still are in me today. I still, when I go do an event, when I look at the next event I do, I remember back being at Disney. And it's very helpful. You know, it's, and the things I get to see at Disney, I mean, were incredible around the holidays, how they make the, the most incredible gingerbread mansions, the White House. You know, I, I've seen ice carvings that the NASA space, uh, uh, the astronauts would come into Disney, and this one chef did a ice carving of the, the space shuttle. It looked exactly like the space shuttle. Just And the people I got to meet and all the incredible chefs, you know, We've had everybody at Disney for the Epcot International Wine and Food Show. That's a world-renowned event. So, yeah, to answer the, the question, a lot of tools and a lot of techniques and a lot of um, uh, leadership uh, qualities from Disney that I use today. Ten years is a long time, but when you're a young kid at 19, it's really not. That's the best thing to do. I, I tell you, young kids today, if you can, get on a plane, travel, and work with some great chefs all over the world. If you can, if you can't, go to New York, go to Chicago, go to Minneapolis, go to New Orleans, 
and work with some uh, if if you want to be great. Now, some chefs they they want to run restaurants. That's fine. They like that. They're very analytical. But for the guys that want to be really incredible uh, artistically and well known, uh, maybe write some cookbooks, just share their talent. They have to travel and train with the best chefs in the world. I feel. You know, you hit on something there. I think that we need to maybe spend a minute on, um, and that is really surrounding yourself with greatness so that you in turn can be great. I mean, you've really got to learn how to be great by people who are great and learning just through that osmosis by being in their presence and seeing the things that they're doing is, is very important. And obviously it creates who you are by surrounding yourself with individuals and experiences. You're able to create who who you want to be um, because we end up becoming a product of our environment a lot of times, especially when we're learning our craft and, and, you know, what segment of the industry we want to go in. So talk a little bit about what it is that you're doing today. Tell us about all the things that you have going on. What are you, what are you up to now? Once again, another great question. So today it's amazing. You pinch yourself because you go from being this cook at Disney and then you leave Disney and you go work for Michelin restaurants and then you take the training and say, well, I never thought I'd be on TV, but one day I was doing a midday show in the Midwest and I guess I was pretty good. And somehow I got on PBS. So I got my own show on PBS starting in 2013, 14. It aired for two plus years. So you go from being the chef 14, 16 hours a day, prepping, looking at BEOs, uh, looking at schedules, looking at software for food costs and inventory. You, you know the routine. And you go from there to, hey, we want you to do a travel cooking show. We're PBS. And I was like blown away. Okay, this is a great opportunity. And I, that's what I did. I got to travel and interview and, and featured some of the best chefs in the country from New Orleans to New York to Chicago, uh, Louisville, everywhere. And uh, we, we didn't get picked up nationally, but we were on 50 markets and, uh, you know, over a million viewers. So that's what, that's what I did three, four years ago. Fast forward today, I'm a culinary director. Um, I oversee anywhere from 10 to 15 restaurants, and um, they are in three different states. So when I'm not doing that, and I'm predominantly my um, uh, responsibilities are the menus, um, making sure that everybody is at the top of their game, Food costs, obviously, and and just seasonal, sustainable, something different every season as everybody else isn't doing. Well, we'll try to feature, you know, one ingredient and, you know, cross-utilize throughout the menu. That's where I'm at today. And, and I tell young cooks or chefs, put in your time, grind. There's people out there smarter than you. There's people that are better than you. But one thing they can't do that you can, you can do, you can beat them on, is you can outwork them. You know, strive for perfection, you will get excellence. You can outgrind anybody. It's up to you. You can wake up earlier than them. You could read more books. 
You know what I mean? You can focus more. You can meditate. You can be just hungrier than the next guy. Because there's a lot of people more talented than me, but they're not going to go to Dubai. They're not going to be on a Holland America cruise. You know, it's just, it's reality. Some people just outgrind. I don't know. Uh, I have that old saying from uh, a guy that I listened to, Eric Thomas, he's a great motivational speaker. Everybody wakes up either a gazelle or a lion. And the gazelle is always running away from the lion. Well, and I totally agree. I mean, you've got to be hungry. You've got to, <clears throat> you got to want it and you got to put in the time and effort for it. And if you're willing to put in the time and effort and you're willing to grind and you're willing to sacrifice, that's when those rewards come, you know, and it's not before then it's, it's really after you put in your time and pay your dues. You can make money with your hands in cooking. You can make a lot of money. I mean, look at, Look at Bobby Flay and Emeril and all the rest of the guys. They paid their dues. They got breaks. But they took their opportunities, and they ran with it. And they, they're still doing it today. You know, Jacques Pepin, we all grew up watching PBS. Uh, Julia Childs and Jacques Pepin and so many wonderful chefs. But uh, David Chang and the other guys, they're doing it today, but nobody handed them anything. Nobody gave, you know, Eric Repair the best fish restaurant in the world. Oh, amen to that. I mean, that's exactly what we've got to do. We have got to put in our time. We've got to practice. We've got to stop distracting ourselves, really. Well, I always preach and I always stress, go work with the best. Go work with talent and refine your skills. That means wake up in the morning, sharpen your knives, work on your knife skills, work on different, you know, you've got to be up with the times today. As you know, uh, cuisine has changed. We're using so many different tools and, and so many different uh, machines that haven't been used in the past, you know. So basically practice, 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 work with great chefs and get better every day. Progress. If you're moving every day, you are improving your skills, I believe. Turn off the TV, turn off Netflix. If you want to be better, you got to work at it. Great stuff, Chef. So if somebody hears this and wants to know more about you or wants to connect, what's the best way to do that? Well, absolutely. You know, my, my manager would say contact her, obviously, but I'll give you my Instagram handle for everybody, stephen.meese, M-E-E-S-E, on Instagram. And um, my website is mymediterranean.kitchen, Twitter, Stephen underscore Meese, Facebook, just Stephen Meese. All right, guys, you heard the man. He wants to connect, so make sure you reach out and you tap into the wealth of knowledge that Chef Stephen Meese is. Chef, thank you so much for your time today. You are a wealth of knowledge, and you definitely give us a few things to think about. Thank you so much, John. It was great being on, and uh, once again, we love the show. Keep doing what you're doing, because you're doing something incredible, and a lot of chefs appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making sure of money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Sense.
make money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.